Hello and welcome. Thanks for listening to the 2019 Embodied Astrology Horoscopes. This is Renee Sills, your astrologer and host of the Embodied Astrology Podcast. The audio recording you're about to hear contains a 15 to 20 minute summary of the year ahead. Please make sure to listen to the horoscope for your rising sign, as this will be the most accurate. If you don't know your rising sign, you can get a free chart at astro.com. You can also listen to your sun sign horoscope for information on soul-centered themes and your moon sign horoscope for information on relationships and family. These horoscopes are given with an emphasis on self-growth and personal awareness. My hope is that they'll provide you with inspiration and support to live your life authentically, to build relationships that are deeply nourishing, to pursue work in the world that is fulfilling, and to recognize and live into the ways you uniquely can participate in shifting our collective consciousness towards greater compassion and healing for all beings and for the planet we share. If you enjoy your horoscopes and want to learn more about astrology, please check out my website, embodiedastrology.com, and the post for this episode where you can find 2019 affirmations for all 12 signs and a link to my podcast where I'll give a longer report on astrological themes for the upcoming year, as well as a guided meditation to support your journey through the year. Additionally, I offer monthly Zodiac journals for astrology students and enthusiasts. We're about halfway through Capricorn season now, and Aquarius season is just around the corner. These journals will help you plan for the upcoming month by giving you detailed information about the season, lunar cycles, and planetary transits. The journals are available for single purchase, but they're also given for free to my monthly subscribers. You can subscribe at any amount per month from the site by clicking the Donate and Subscribe button. Finally, for those of you who really want to work with your personal astrology this year, check out my 2019 Year Ahead online class, available from the shop on embodiedastrology.com. This class includes a detailed presentation on planetary transits and aspects in 2019, and will teach you to apply this information directly to your own natal chart. Along with the recorded content, you'll receive a package of easy-to-follow handouts and worksheets, a 2019 lunar calendar and planetary aspect guide, and suggestions for personal practices to survive and thrive in the year ahead. Thank you so much for listening to Embodied Astrology. Now, on to your horoscope. Hello, Scorpio. Thanks so much for listening, and happy 2019. Well, this is an exciting year for you. As I'm checking in with your charts for this year, the area that seems like there's a lot of expansion and growth and good luck and opportunity is an area where a lot of us want this all the time, and this is the place of wealth, value, and finances. So basically what this means is that this is a space that your attention uh, rests this year, and also where there's a feeling of opportunity, of luck, and the sensation that you can learn a lot and grow a lot in this place in your life. So let's begin at the kind of foundation of what this space is. This is your value system um, or value systems. It's the ways that you prioritize your life and the activities in your life, what you think is important and what you've been taught to think is important. Um, This is something that you definitely want to learn about right now. You want to look at what you hold dearly, what you want to invest in, what is important to you, what success means, etc. After that idea or those layers of ideas and sensations, your self-esteem rests. And your self-esteem is the way that you measure up to your value systems or with your value systems. So one thing that I want to offer right now is that any kind of value systems that encourage 
supremacy. Like I'm, you know, successful when I have more money or when I win at something. Um, those kinds of value systems exploit weaknesses in our self-esteem. And the self-esteem then is always kind of a, a fragile thing because you're not always the best. You don't always make the most. You don't always win, right? And so one thing to offer here is that your value systems, um, th- they are a place of learning and expansion and growth. And <clears throat> one of the things that you probably already value and really can invest a lot in this year is wisdom, learning, knowledge, opening your mind. When you really prioritize your learning and your growth process, then you hold yourself accountable to that and you can value yourself. You can form your self-esteem as um, a person who's in a learning process. And the way to then develop healthy self-esteem is to just keep learning, to keep opening yourself, to keep asking questions. And I think that's pretty fun for you. So that would be one little piece of advice that I have. In a more mundane day-to-day sense, this is about your money and your assets and your investments. There's a message here um, about you either um, spending a lot of money or uh, putting in a lot of time and energy or valuing, um, you you have a lot of value with, uh, some kinds of creative pursuits or potentially your children if you're a parent. There may be the desire to really support your children to do all the things that they want to do right now. And so a lot of your money and attention is going there. If you don't have kids or if you have kids and you're also someone who's really into your hobbies, your creative pursuits, the ways that you're expressing energy as exploratory and fun activities or this kind of thing, that could also be a place where you're giving a lot, where you're putting a lot of your resource and um, potentially your your money as well as time and attention, etc. There's also the opportunity to make money with these things. So If you're a creative person, if you have hobbies, passion, projects, this kind of thing, you may now start to think about ways that you can turn this into more lucrative um, activities and monetize your efforts or something like that. Or you may find ways to resource your projects in a different way so that they um, have more sustainability and funding. Not to say you should try and make money from your kids or off your kids or something like that. But it would be a good time if you have um, kids who are a little bit older to start teaching them how to work with their own resources and finances. And um, as you probably have found with just about everything else you try to teach them, um, as you're teaching them, you're going to be teaching yourself. So there's some idea here about working with this space in your life that's the creative, generative, childlike space. Um, And this is a space that's taking a lot of your time and attention, but it can also give a lot back to you. And again, the more that you inquire and clarify and expand around your value systems, the more you're going to be trusting of your own choices about where and how you want to invest and and what and who you want to put your time and attention and money towards. Now, 
As we get into 2019, we also begin a couple of longer-term cycles, and one of these has to do with your day-to-day existence, and this includes your jobs. So your job is not always your vocation or your career, right? It's the thing that you do because you need to make money. And 2019 begins a phase for you when you can start to work towards means that are deeper and deeper aligned with who you are and want to be as a person. Now, the last six years have really brought a lot of change to this area of your life. There may have been significant upheaval or decisions to change jobs or maybe jobs that ended or ups and downs with your health or other kinds of um, experiences that really affected you day in and day out. If there was quite a bit of upheaval, then as we move into 2019 and and really the decade of the 2020s, you're looking at how can you heal and how can you synthesize the information that you gleaned from this time so that you can be healthier and, and more sustainable going into the future. I would love to encourage you to think about the ways that you can spend um, a majority of your day in some kind of process of healing and self-care. And that doesn't mean you're at the spa all day. You know, it could mean that you get um, a standing desk. It could mean that you start to use an app that reminds you to breathe every 10 minutes. It could be that you put some time and attention into volunteering for clean air initiatives and really like start to pay attention to air and the thing that you're breathing all of the time and that you, you know, deepen your breath, you pay more attention to it, you invest in it. Um, It could also mean that you shift your ways of working and either that you start to work in jobs or in service in some way that is really about you expressing yourself and being in the world in the kinds of ways that feel healing and integrating to your body emotional self and physical self. Um, And it may also be that you find yourself attracted and involved in pursuits that are directly involved with healing and service for others. Regardless, as you enter into this year, healing is a big theme and healing doesn't just mean in the body, right? It is an energetic um, experience to begin with. When we heal, we become more integrated, we um, become more whole and injury These are places where there's been separation, there's been some kind of dissociation, whether that's a cut or a break in a bone, or whether that's some kind of trauma that has happened in a family, or whether that's a cruel word that we internalized and, um, you know, as a child and then kind of like turned away or turned off from a certain part of ourselves. Healing is a process of coming back to yourself, including yourself, integrating yourself. And this is something that you're going to be working with for the next 10 years. So as we enter into this year, one of the questions that I have for you as it relates to your values and your value systems is what feels like health to you? What and how and when are you in your most vibrant and um, energized and resourced space? And how can you give more time and attention to that or to those people? And how can you start to bring more of that into your daily life? 
and potentially how can these activities or ways of being or people that you're spending time with actually become a form of your livelihood, if not the main source of it. So a couple of of questions to think about as you enter 2019. Now, these kinds of questions are also reflected in another long-term transit that begins this year. And this transit will really affect your relationships in a pretty magnificent way. You're changing as a person. You're ready to kind of step into the next iteration of who you want to be. And this means that your relationships need to follow suit. Relationships uh, can be spaces for experimentation now. They can be spaces for play and invention and innovation and maybe doing things a little differently than you've done before. You'll be calling in and attracting people who are experimental inventors, eccentric kinds of people who want to live life in different ways. And these people are going to help you open your horizons and think differently about your possibilities in your life. So when I'm talking about how can you create a day-to-day structure of self-care, how can you give more space to creativity, what are your actual values? If you're sitting there thinking like, yeah, that all sounds great in theory, but I need to survive. That's true. I want to acknowledge that. It's real. And it may be that you meet people that are possibility models in the next couple of years, that you see people doing things differently, that you make friends that help you do things differently, or that you have partnerships and collaborations that take you into a different dimension of your work and of your efforts so that you can manifest in your life in a new way, in a way that is more integrated and holistic uh, with your deep being So this year, 2019 and 2020, is a year to get clear about the energetic cost and impact of your close-in relationships and how you are engaged with them specifically. By this, I mean your attitude and your communication style. Um, I've talked about this, I think, a lot in the Scorpio horoscopes for the last couple of years. The way that you communicate is key right now. If you're communicating to other people with respect, with authenticity, with integrity and honesty, this is crucial. You are not supported to be dishonest (laughs) ever. Um, But especially now, it is really detrimental to all of your efforts to be undermining in your communications. So really bring it into practice that you want to have as much grace and integrity in your communications as you possibly can. This means that you're open. You're not trying to hide anything. You're not trying to manipulate or control or keep information away. It also means that you're tender and kind, that you speak and communicate and share with people from a sweet place. You don't have to be really gushy, but don't be a jerk. The way that you interact with people has direct influence on how they're going to interact with you and whether or not they choose to share with you, whether or not they choose to let you in on these ways of being that they might have access to. So there's a lot of growing and growth that you can do in your relationships. However, this totally depends on how you treat your relationships. And how you treat your relationships has a lot to do with how you treat yourself. So now I'm back to the thing I started with, which is your value systems and your self-esteem. How you're treating yourself is the result of your value systems and your self-esteem. 
If you're treating yourself with kindness and with patience and with a good sense of humor, there's a good chance that that's what you're giving to other people. If you're treating yourself with judgment, with cruelty, with criticism, there's a good chance that that's what you're giving to other people. Even if you think you're not, they're going to be perceiving that from you. They're going to be picking up that energy and that vibe from you. We are such transparent beings. Most of us think that we're separate, that we kind of exist in our own universes and you know don't influence the people around us. But my experience is that most people are a lot more psychic than they know and that all of us are very susceptible to the vibes of one another. This kind of communication happens far below the conscious level. It happens in our bodies and the ways that we energetically respond and react. So when you start to um, invest in a really healthy and honest relationship with yourself, when you practice patience and good humor and you notice the times when you cut yourself down or something like that, and you become more whole, right? Like start to heal the parts of yourself that have been dissociated or severed. Then this gives you more capacity to appreciate and respect the people who are around you. And it creates an energetic field wherever you happen to be that encourages that kind of behavior from people towards you. And this is what you want. And over the course of 2019 and 2020, there's a lot of changes that are coming for you in this realm of your life. This has to do with communication, with socialization, um, with your learning, and with the meaning that you're making out of your life and how you're pursuing uh, your place in life. Your mind is changing. You really are in a place where you can open your mind quite profoundly. Um, again, your any kinds of creative efforts that you have and any um, exposure or interactions that you have with children or childlike beings can help you do this. You want to let go of preconceived notions. You want to let go of judgment. You want to let go of stoicism and austerity. Those ways of being are not helpful for you right now. What is helpful is friendliness and friendliness begins with you and then it exudes outwards. So in summary, 2019 is a pretty awesome year for you, I think. It's a year where you can do a lot of learning and a lot of growing, and there's potential for quite a large amount of of benefit that comes back to you um, as you let yourself be carried by your deeper ambitions. So when you really pay attention to the value systems that are operating and driving your actions and behaviors, then you grow exponentially and then the world is giving back to you and you're the recipient of generosity coming at you from all directions. So there's a couple of times this year that are wonderful times for you to just pause and reflect on some of these themes. The first time is the entire month of March. So during the month of March, you're supported to reflect on your creative practice and with your children or with your inner child. One way that this could look is just spending some time thinking about what excites you and what feels sustaining and energizing and generative. 
in what ways does life expand out of you? And if you're a parent, ask this about your kids. How can you support these people to be truly authentically themselves? How can you support them to express themselves in the world in ways that are beneficial for themselves and everybody around them? And as you ask those questions of them, you ask these questions of yourself as well. During the month of July, you're very supported to take a step back from anything that you're endeavoring around and ways that you're pursuing your own expansion and growth. So if there are ideas that you're trying to assert or philosophies that you're really excited about living into, um, just take a pause in July. How are they working for you? Maybe there are a little couple tweaks that need to get made. Um, This would be a wonderful time to think about new layers of learning that you want to do or what the next step of self-expansion and growth might be. And then finally, in November, which is just around your birthday as well, um, you want to take a pause and just pay attention to your identity, to how you're putting yourself out into the world and what kind of idea you have about who you are and how that idea is making impact in the world. These are times for you to just reflect. They're not really great times to make big decisions. They're not great times to initiate new projects. In March, July, and November, these are really good times to take as much as possible onto the back burners, to relax your brain, and to touch into these really important ideas and questions about who you are, how you're expressing yourself, and what it is that you believe in. All right. Well, I'll leave it there for now. Thanks so much for listening, Scorpio. I'm wishing you the happiest 2019 and beyond.